0: And that's why I believe in you, because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience and digging into any other mind expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis all right all you positive heads welcome back to another episode of the positive head podcast i'm your host brandon beecham i've got dalian here with me hola dalian hola hi positive heads Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome to the, to the show. Oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome,
1: welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Continue. Nice. In, ad infinitum. I that? forgot about the welcome to the shows. I, For some reason, I never think you are going to do it, and then you go ahead and do it sometimes.
0: Um, well, you know, you surprised I don't even know where it came from originally. Somewhere in my... In my rattled brain it's floating around uh-huh. from the distant past I maybe wonder, someone can tell me where it comes from i know if well, someone knows please write in and tell yeah, me please please do i like these weird things that just like float in my head like the molasses song it's like from this song from camp as a kid that i literally sing almost daily for some reason it just is in my head and yeah i don't know i'm weird
1: it is pretty funny um this is at well at least the second time they we've done this. Not the second time you've sung the song, more like the fourth or, or fifth time maybe. But you have pleaded with our audience to help us. Someone, have, please. Have and, I asked
0: before? Yeah. Where, where and the here's sources? the thing,
1: Brand. I did take the time one morning <laughs> to, look? to to research this, <laughs> oh, see really? what I could uncover. I don't I had even remember. No to, luck. No. I I came up. So empty. I probably just made the made it up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other possibility, but. Please, if someone knows, help us out. I need to know. Help a brother
0: out. Yeah. I need to know now. Let's see. Oh, dude, what's going on today? Let's see. Let's see. Ah, we got a review from Bisky uh, on iTunes. Bisky, thank you for taking the time. Any of you guys who haven't reviewed us on iTunes, it helps us reach more people. Also... This Podbean app, I guess, is the thing on Android. I'm just learning about this. I'm slow. I'm slow to learn about some of the stuff. But, um, yeah, you can review us there, too. I think we only have, like, one review on on Podbean so far. So, like, yeah. I, and I don't even know how it works over there. Does it help us reach new people? I don't know. But I just know it makes me really excited to get reviews and feedback from you guys because, um yeah, it's it's exciting. Uh for example, Beiskey here says, Conversation flow. Dear Brandon and Dalian, you guys carry such positive energy and I want to thank you for sharing it with the world. The amount of synchronicities that occur with my life and your podcast astonishes me. We share many nuances such as the psychedelic music you play and an interest in people like John Cabot Zinn, Wayne Dyer, and people involved with music festivals. It's wild when a song that I love and favorited on SoundCloud in the past just pops up at the end of your podcast. My question to you is, how do you keep the conversation going? I often feel lost for words when I also feel a lingering need to verbally expand the conversation. Your podcast shows how two people can communicate about interesting topics with seemingly little effort. The words just appear to come to you. What advice would you give for someone to keep the words flowing? It is isn't. is it a matter of motivation or being centered enough to be ready to converse with others? Or is there something else that allows you to let words flow with ease? Much love you guys. So this is a review slash question. Um, And actually we're going to get to another uh, listener question here shortly. Bieski, thank you for writing in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for, uh, uh, you know, uh, you see there. He he talked about the words coming easy and I'm struggling for words. <laughs> Thank you for packaging your review with a question. Um and it's perfect. I, I love it and uh hmm how to address this. You know, Bisky, it's I've always sort of just had a lot to say and a lot on my mind and I talk fast and move fast and just a lot of energy. I don't know. It's just, how how do we keep the conversation going? This topic is so exciting to me. I always talk about, when I talk about it with people, I'm like, look, as you can see, I'm like high. It literally, it's like tapping into energy and it it's such a natural high so i definitely feel like it's i'm tuning into something that i want more of and that's why i love to talk about it and that's why i do the show and 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 so forth with you BC, what i would say is be careful with the stories that you're telling i understand in the past maybe you've been you know you've struggled for words or things like that but i, I often talk about it on the show put away the old stories that keep you contained in the old stories There's people, I mean, we've had people on the show, I think of like Amy Cuddy, the interview with Amy Cuddy. Go listen to that interview. She was like so nervous to speak and, you know, struggled for words and all these things. She talks all about her story and it ended up like the biggest, second biggest TED talk ever. You know, millions and millions and millions of listens or views. So um, same thing can be for you. A lot of times with people who are struggling for words, but yet have a desire to to sort of go that path. It's part of their story. It's like, oh, I like to have, you know, uh, whatever challenge in the way of whatever my path and destiny is and so if you tell keep telling the story that I'm not good with this I can't do this it's struggle for me guess what you're gonna keep having that experience if you start telling a different story reframe it as hmm this perhaps I feel drawn to this it must be for a reason I trust that I trust my intuition I trust the universe and um, now maybe maybe the story is it's been hard for me so that I can appreciate it when it's not as I move into this new phase of my beingness. And so that's sort of uh the perspective that I would take on all this, Biski, because if you want to uh have profound and powerful conversation, you can have anything that you want if you believe that you can have it. So let's uh kind of start reframing your story. Let's tell a different story and you'll see different results. It's it's that's the best advice that I can give you.
1: Yeah and I would say um b by all means, don't get too caught up in, uh, you know, needing to, yeah, like Brandon was saying, to sort of uh, make a certain story real in which you are as eloquent as Brandon is or maybe someone else, you know, because we're all different. So, of course, yeah, one thing Comparing that Brandon Comparing is did, definitely,
0: yeah, yeah. It's yeah, something to be very careful of. Exactly.
1: Don't compare yourself to us because we are a little bit older, have a little bit of a, perhaps a head start on you, just in terms of- years that we've been reading books and soaking in this information and it takes that long really for it to kind of percolate and, you know, produce some sort of understanding, right? So the fact that we can articulate this understanding doesn't mean that uh, you only understand when you can do what we do. You can understand without necessarily, you know, being able to regurgitate words, you could say, really. You know, a lot of times, and 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 that's what I would say as my piece anyway, is that a lot of times... You may find even people who are very good at that, but not so good at the understanding part. Mm. So yeah, the words can, words can obscure understanding. So just be careful with that because when you do Grek or yeah, grecus, is uh, what they Grok, I'm sorry, it's a word. Grok is, uh.
0: I don't know that word. What yeah, is that?
1: Word coined by Buckminster Fuller, I think, but I think your buddy, our friend, uh, Timothy Powers knows it possibly. Mm. Uh, It's a cool word, grokking, and they use it in conversations with God. I think it means something like apprehending or comprehending something all at once. Mm. It's like, I just get it. It's like, I get it. I grok
0: it. Full understanding and integration. Yes. Sort of thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And everyone's like you touched on, everyone's got different paths and different talents. It's like the way I view it is before you incarnate in the third dimension, you sort of go to sources toolbox and grab the uh, the tools that you need for the avatar character that you intend to play. And if, you know, uh, I'm coming down to the third dimension and my path is. To do a podcast and connect with people in this way, well, I better bring uh, the ability to have a, a lot to say and, and, you know, be able to carry a conversation and all those things. So, you know, if you're Michael Jordan, you went to the the, the basketball box and you got, you know, <laughs> you grabbed what you needed. OK, I'm going to be six foot six. I'm going to be really good at uh, flying through the air like a bird and slam dugging. And so, you know, the, the real trick becomes in our life not to be too attached to needing to be like anyone or anything, rather finding the gifts that are made for us, right? What are the gifts that are made for us? And by the way, whatever that gift is, it's perfect for you. It's exactly what you need. And it's going to be the most fulfilling. And I would also add to that. It's going to be tied in some way to service to others, because this is where all the ultimate um, value and joy is derived from what you give away, you receive. So, because it's all you. So, That's, that's what I would say, you know, b don't be too hung up on, you know, being like anyone or anything. You're going to be your own brand of whatever it is, and it's going to be perfect. And actually, you're the best suited for that job of any soul on planet Earth. And your, your fun, exciting adventure becomes discovering exactly what that looks like. Maybe you become the next greatest teacher ever, uh, you know, speaker ever. Maybe not. It's all whatever it's going to be. It's going to be perfect. And when you move into that space, and you can move into when a person can move into the space of trusting this process right. of the universe, yes, and then finding the joint instead of I don't know who I am or what I'm going to be or what's my job going to be and all you know there's or so what much to say. Yeah, right. yeah. So much of this energy is out there, and I say go the complete opposite direction. I have no idea exactly how it's going to unfold and what I'm going to butterfly into as I become the next greatest and greatest version of but i know it's going to be epic it's going to be amazing it's going to be exactly what it's meant to be and not knowing is as fun it's like christmas eve versus christmas right it's it what's what's more fun i don't know i a lot of people would say christmas eve you don't quite know yet it's still unfolding anything can happen wow you know the excitement so move into that place with these sorts of uh desires uh, and uh you know this is the art of living this is the dance this is the balance finding how to sort of walk that line of i have a desire in a certain direction but i'm releasing the expectation or need for it to show up in in a certain way because if that doesn't show up only something better for me is going to show up that's more perfectly suited to this soul this avatar this character and yeah yeah we talked about it this week let it go so that it can come to you, yeah,
1: more yeah. freely. Yep, exactly. Let go of, uh, let go of everything you
0: fear to lose. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I had Yoda. To go Yoda, there. Yoda. Yeah, I forgot to tell you guys we yeah. had a special guest uh, host today. Yoda um, flew in on his spaceship, and yeah, thank you, Yoda, for being here. That's it's oh, really great. That's very kind of you to uh,
1: preface Yoda's. Uh, Chime in like that, because Yoda's actually always here, but...
0: Right, he's in in our hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Actually is here in the studio. I'm looking at a cutout, like three-foot version of Yoda, and a little speaking of Christmas, a Yoda Christmas ornament right in front of me.
1: Actually, we're going down the rabbit hole now. Um, yeah. we, we
0: could have even had a string of Yoda Christmas lights. Oh, yeah, was over. I was like someone this yesterday. <laughs> I I love my mom to death, but as soon as she finds out I like anything, it's like, uh, oh, you like Yoda? Here's Yoda underpants. Here's Yoda coffee. Here's Yoda. <laughs> Here's it's like, okay, mom. Yeah, I got the cutout. Thank you. It's cool. It's in my studio. Oh, the Christmas ornament. I like that too. The Yoda string lights. Okay. It's starting to get a little <laughs> Yoda in here I mean I already got a whole Dalian back from talking like Yoda every 30 minutes so you know let's um, let's, let's mix it up a little bit let's switch it up <laughs> Star Wars has more characters yeah.
1: there's other properties out there too <laughs> right.
0: yes uh, okay well moving right along we have a, another question this is going to be a questiony kind of day which I love by the way you guys write in more write in these questions they're so great Um, I get really excited when I get a good question because it gives me great content and maybe something I haven't thought of that someone out there is dealing with. And not only that, since we're all soul fam here and connected When you ask a question, you're not just asking it for yourself. I guarantee you there is at least a hundred other listeners on any given day that when they hear your question are like, oh my gosh, what a perfect question for me. I've been thinking something very similar, same thing. So you're not just helping yourself, you're helping others. So yeah, get in the game, help, help yourself, help others. This is what it's all about. Find Um, out
1: what you always wanted to know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this question came from Jennifer and Jennifer said, I found your podcast at the most perfect time in life. I start every day with this food for my brain to make sure that I'm conscious and aware of the quote unquote difficult people that are there to teach me and to be fully aware when I recognize their state of mind. I am currently finalizing a divorce from a very abusive relationship and it took me so long to get out because I wanted to love unconditionally and I also took ownership of the things that my husband would say to me and I was so broken down. It was so painful, but being in the state of complete breakdown opened me up to myself spiritually and I now feel an unconditional love I've never known before. I still have to work daily to rid myself of years worth of things that were absorbed through the abuse, but I can recognize now what I needed to learn. The question I have for you is when you're constantly practicing kindness and awareness and you want extra patience for the difficult people in your life, at what point can you tell yourself it's okay to walk away? I really struggle with knowing how much I can handle and then I beat myself up for not doing more even if it was harmful to me. I know this person was deeply hurt inside and I so badly wanted to free him of his fears so he'd stop hurting others and know what unconditional love is. What a great question, Jennifer. Thank you for your vulnerability and opening up and asking this question. Um, Let's see where to start with this one. Um, First and foremost, Jennifer, the number one thing I would say that you're here to do is self-love. You know, I, looking out there for some, some kind of cool quotes that help support this idea I found, and it doesn't say who it was, but until you let go of all the toxic people in your life, you'll never be able to grow into your fullest potential. Let them go so you can grow. So your number one service to self mission is that, self-love. How do I respect myself? How do I show my self-respect? You're not here to fix anyone. That's the biggest um you know the biggest uh, surprise I think to a lot of people. I know to myself, it's like you really—if you're someone like me—you you really want to help people. You really want to uh, see, especially those that you love. How how can I help? You know, bring you up. How can I bring you up? You can. You can't fix anyone else. Everyone's got to fix themselves. You can lead a horse to water. You can point something in the right direction. You can you can certainly have a positive influence and impact but at the end of the day it is not your work to fix anyone you're not here to fix anyone but yourself <laughs> so in, in in fixing yourself and the number one thing with that is am i being respected am i getting do i have enough self love to remove myself when someone is toxic to me uh, you don't you're not here to be anyone's punching bag jennifer and uh, as as much as it's, it's beautiful what you've went through and, you know, the, the, the cracks are where the light enters, as Rumi says, and that's what it sounds like this soul contract with your husband played out. But to sit there and beat yourself up and think, I need to do more, I need to t- t- take more abuse and I should, you know, I, I've got to fix this person. All those, I understand where that's coming from. It's certainly, you're not the first person to... Uh, to go there but uh you don't have to do anything except for fully res- respect and love yourself that is that is the game another great one is charlie chaplin as i began to love myself i freed myself of anything that is no not good for for my health food people things situations and everything that drew me down and away from myself at first i called this attitude a healthy egoism today i know it as love of oneself so once again, I mean, here's, you know, an example or statement that just shines the light on this. Like this is a very common daily, a very common sort of problem, you know, um, where people feel, you know, especially they get abused in abusive relationships and then it becomes like you're sort of addicted to being abused and, you know, it all you take on. And of course, she, she mentioned taking on all the things that he would say to her as a, you know, loving open soul that's easy to do when you realize that's his projection that isn't any truth at all and you don't need to accept any of that and it sounds like you're working through that and as a result you are you know you are growing because of this interaction and that's so beautiful I mean he's playing his his role but when you realize you've gotten what you need to get from it love yourself respect yourself and you won't even attract that anymore you're not calling that in. As long as you feel like, oh, I need to fix them and I need to fix their hurt and I want to free them of their fears, you, you can't save people from themselves. That's not your job. Your job is to save yourself.
1: Yes, indeed. I think that uh, perhaps the only people who could sit really in the middle of a hurricane and be completely, in, not only an effect of themselves, but... Emanate just like strong vibes of wisdom and acceptance and things like this are people who we think of as masters, really. And and the thing is that in a way we're we're all masters, but we're also um, learning and practicing mastery. So the people who are. I would say kind of at the end of that journey, the people who seem to know no longer really need to do any more perfecting or evolving because they're so completely, you know, accepting and loving, mm-hmm. right. And uh, wise, you know, right. in that profound level uh, there, Uh, long story short there aren't a lot of those people and that's fine because we you know the great majority of us here on this planet appear to be here again you know kind of trying to reach for that evolve towards that get to that point eventually yeah but it's gonna take us maybe a few more years decades lifetimes so yeah in between us and that sort of ultimate and i'm not even sure that there is an ultimate kind of point where you can say you know i made it i'm a master so, until we get to that point, it's, of course, completely okay to walk away from abusive relationships, to do whatever you think you need to do in order to get yourself to that place where you feel better, feel, you know, more in touch with your power, etc. But, uh, yeah, that's going to entail sometimes needing to essentially kind of shield yourself from from yeah like from a toxic relationship like in this case i was using this example of a master because this is one person who perhaps wouldn't ask themselves like oh how much can i take kind of you know what i mean like a master would know that they can take everything but a master would also not really have the need to either stay or walk away right and the thing is i'm just trying to illustrate it's fine it's fine to do whatever you need to you know what i mean like an abusive person is in a way kind of acting out that too they're they're saying this is what i need to mm-hmm. evolve which is to project my pain onto others perhaps right to compulsively mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know create drama in my life which is a right a reflection of my pain but uh yeah if this person is doing what they need to in order to thrive and survive and uh yeah
0: what a what a great opportunity to experience self love you know and say okay this is not this is their show this is their pain I love them, but I'm going to love them from a distance. That That is a very common thing that needs to take place. It's okay to walk away. Self-preservation, self-love, self-respect, these have to be the foundation of everything that you do. If you want to really help someone do those things for yourself and that energy will have more of an impact when they feel that coming off of you than any uh let me come be abused by you that that's not doing anyone any favors whatsoever you're you're essentially it's like supporting the heroin addict by buying them more right it's like you're 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 continuing to um perpetuate this negative cycle
1: Yeah, there's definitely something to look out for there in uh, what they call enabling behavior, right? Right. And those circles. So yeah, for sure. Exactly.
0: But what a great question, Jennifer. And I hope uh, our insight helps to some degree. Ah, Another beautiful day, Dalian. This has been excellent, amazing, inspiring for me, I know. But we are out of imaginary time for this episode we will be back you guys right in right in. I want to talk to more of you. I love mixing it up with you. I love answering your questions and it makes me feel like cuz these guys, you know, you guys get a I meet people pretty, you know, more and more regularly who know the show, listen to the show regularly and things like that and it's it's kind of strange for me because Sometimes I'll start talking about something They're like, oh, yeah, I know all about that. You've talked about that before, you know, and depending on how many episodes they've listened to, you know, a lot about me and my life. And it's like, we're, you know, a lot of people write in and it feels like we're old friends. Well, I feel that, too, but I want more of that. I want to be able to like when you write in and you tell me a little bit of your story or your question or whatever, I get the connection back the other way. And I love that. So thank you for those of you who haven't have done that. And for those of you who haven't do it. sometimes it takes us a little bit to reply and and so forth because there is a lot coming in but um yeah we will get back to you and potentially answer the question on the show most likely uh all right dalian well we have some music for the people today what do you got queued up something tasty today well of course it is we
1: have nothing but the best taste in music, haha. Ha. No, we have a, a track by Marillo
0: and Kenny, ah. and it's a song called "Lost the Moon." Ah, I caught Marillo's set at Camp Question Mark this year at Burning Man. Really, really talented producer. Hope you guys enjoy.